Living Holistically Well with Dr. Annette West. Again, we will have a myriad of topics, interviews, and engaging words of thought to share with you this season. The purpose of this show is to help us build up our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. And I just want to give a shout out to Creative Common for allowing the show the use of their jazz instrumental, Smooth Jazz. Now, let's get started with Dr. Annette West's topic for today. Grieving during the holiday season. Many say that this is supposed to be the season to be jolly, the season to rejoice, the season to be kinder to people, to be more loving to people. But what about those people who want to be that way, but because they are coping with a loss, they are struggling, they're going through the grieving process during the holiday season. And coping with the loss of someone or something is major. It is a major challenge to people. And even though grief is a natural process, it can still impact the mind, the body, and the spirit of a person. Oftentimes the loss, the pain from the loss can be so devastating, so draining, so overwhelming. The person may feel all kinds of difficult and unexpected emotions. They creep up from moment to moment and day to day. They may have um, unexpected emotions to arise. There may be stages of shock and anger, disappointment, disbelief, um, profound sadness, and maybe even guilt. So even though we call this the holiday season, we have to realize that there are some people that are going through some serious grieving issues at this time. Many people are grieving a recent divorce, a recent breakup, a recent loss of a child or a loved one. Um, a loss of their health, maybe loss of their financial stability. It can be so many things, but I really want to zone in on the loss of someone. I want you to know that whatever it is, whoever you lost, it's okay to grieve. You don't have to feel ashamed you don't have to feel like you need to get it together today. It's normal to grieve. 
But what we have to know is that there are some healthy ways that we can go through the grieving process. I do want to say that the grieving process varies for each person. And so even as you're going through and people are telling you about what they went through and how they made it through, that's all well and great. But it doesn't give you the answer that you need because you're going through the process for yourself and how you respond and act and engage through it is going to be unique to you. And so I don't want you uh, to feel that um, there's something wrong with you because you haven't gotten over it yet. I've talked to so many people who have lost so many loved ones. And there are some people to say they never get over it. It becomes a new and a different normal, but they never get over losing the one that they loved. Sometimes people think it's strange that people grieve over their pet, but people, a lot of people have pets and they live in their homes. And so they become in, 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 in engaged as a family unit still. And so even the loss of a pet could be detrimental to a person. But whatever your grief experience, I want you to know to be patient with yourself and to allow the process to naturally unfold. Because if you listen to people that say, well, you need to get up and you need to do this and you need to get over it. And you say, okay, well, I'm over it but you really haven't processed through it, there will always be that in the back of your spirit, in the back of your mind that could eventually rise up to create other health issues, other mental issues, even spiritual issues. So we want to be mindful of that. I would encourage you to um, invest your energy in things that bring you joy they bring you fulfillment, they bring you satisfaction, that help you to connect. It may be a particular people. There may be some people you may even need to avoid at this time because they bring no value and that's okay. Or they bring no positive conversation and that's okay. Or they always want to tell you about what happened to them. Well, just let them go to the wayside for a while. I want you to be realistic in your process. You have many reasons to stop what you're doing because you're going through. You have many reasons to give up because of what you're going through. I would just say be, be wise because at the moment your emotions have gotten the best of you and you don't want to act out on your emotions. But here are some things that are normal to people who are grieving. And the hurt is so, is so painful. They feel like they have to conserve their energy to deal with their emotion, their stress, their grief. They may often disengage from activities because they remind them of their loved ones. They may be distracted and not be able to focus on anything other than 
the lost one, the grief. They may one moment find themselves laughing and the next moment find themselves crying. Maybe you'll just say, well, I'm just not going to push myself because I'm going through this. Some people decide that I'm not going to, since I'm grieving, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to go to this particular thing since I'm grieving. I have a desire to go, but since I'm grieving, it wouldn't look right. Since I don't have this person with me, it doesn't look right for me to go. But I would say, if you feel compelled to go, go. It may change your attitude. The fact that you had to get yourself together to go and think about something different, that's a good thing. We want to protect ourselves and we want to be adaptive when we only have so much energy. And so we have to learn how to focus our energy on the places and the things where it is most needed. So it's okay if you have to let some of your day-to-day -day routines fall by the wayside. Listen, this is a time of hardship and crisis. Just be mindful of how much you are cutting yourself out and for how long you are separating yourself. Because there is a very fine line between temporarily disengagement and harmful long-term social, social and or emotional withdrawal. The Society of Clinical Psychology said that when people get depressed, they may increasingly disengage from their routines and withdraw from their environment. Over time, this avoidance exacerbates ex depressed mood as individuals lose opportunities to be positively reinforced through pleasant experiences, social activity, or experiences of mastery. So even though you may be feeling depressed, you may be feeling down, you may be feeling overwhelmed, Listen and be in tune for the positive opportunities that come your way and don't lose those in the midst of your grief. Don't retreat from life. Our behavior is very important. Social engagement, social support is a plus. I also want to um, mention um, some things that I've heard people say, and they're not true. One of those things is, if you don't cry, it means you aren't emotional. It means you didn't really care about the loss. But the reality is, Everyone is not a crier. I am not a crier. So although crying can be a normal response to sadness, it's not the only one. People who don't cry may feel the deep pain just as others. They just may have other ways of coping with it, other ways of showing it. There are some people that say, oh, your grief is going to last about a year. 
Well, that's not true because everybody is different and how pain impacts each person varies. And so there is no specific time frame for grieving. How long it takes is going to differ from person to person. And I know people that go through the year and they do well. And just before the anniversary of that person's death or the anniversary for that person's birthday, that person um, has a higher stress level. Um, they get frustrated a little bit more. They may get a little more anxious. That's normal. That's normal. It's just unnormal to stay in that spot. Another thing that people have said is, Oh, your pain will go away faster if you just start doing other things. If you just ignore it, it's going to go away faster. Listen, you can try to ignore the pain as much as you want to. You can try to keep it from surface from surfacing, but in the long run, it will make it worse internally. If you want real healing, it is going to be necessary for you to face your grief and actively Deal with it. And another thing that I've heard people say, well, but you're, you, you know, you're young. You, you, you have the opportunity to get married again. Or, oh, your dog died. Well, just get another dog. Listen, moving on with your life does not mean you forget about your loss. Moving on with your life means that you have accepted that you had a loss, that you've lost someone that you love. But that is not the same thing as forgetting that person or your pet. As we move through life, memories can become more and more integral to defining the people that we are. So we don't want to forget about people that we have lost. But I would ask you, since the experience of the death of your loved one, what are you doing? What do you no longer do that you previously enjoyed doing that fulfilled you? You have more time now than you had before. Because before you were occupied with that person. So now what are you going to do with the time that you have? Coping with your grief is so important. So I would ask you. Look at your day and say, what does a typical day look like in the person, in the person's space when who they love is no longer there? Write you a little schedule and create your new normal. Look and see what's filling up your time. It may be a lot of nothing and you need to add something. Maybe you were doing some um, activities before that were draining and maybe you need to shift and adjust those things. 
Look at your activities. Are they really things that can help you build you up? Help you cope with your grief? Help you to feel positive? Take your list. Make a new plan. Make a new normal. If you cut out things, if you cut out activities, if you cut out engagements that used to be an important part of your life, things that had inherent value, then it may be time to schedule those things back in. And even though some of those things may no longer feel pleasurable, but then when you're grieving, most things aren't. But they may remind you of your loved one. So they may require a little extra effort from you. You may have to force yourself to confront difficult emotions. You may even decide, you know what, I'm, I'm feeling this kind of way, but I'm going to do it anyhow. He or she would have, would have been happy for me to do this. And they would have enjoyed doing it with me also. You're, listen, you're going to get over the humps. You're going to get over the bumps. You're going to get over the fears. You're going to get over the stressors. You're going to get through the anxieties. Your life is going to become worthwhile again. So you just have to learn how to take stock of your life. Just do it. Don't give in to your excuses. Don't rationalize. Don't reason why you shouldn't. Just try it and see. Be prepared to have difficult times. Because after someone passes, dies, some of our most valued and fulfilling experiences are often colored with a tinge of pain. This is normal. Part of coping with grief is learning how to tolerate and work through painful emotions. So prepare to feel frustrated and to doubt yourself at times and to feel all sorts of emotions, but stay in the game. It will be worth it in the end. That's my encouragement for you. You can have joy in the midst of your loss, in the midst of your pain. As we close, I want to thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe on your favorite platform so you will receive notifications for this show. Share a comment and give a five-star rating. Join the mailing list at DrAnnetteWestMinistries.org. And while there, check out what's going on in our world. Also, purchase a copy of Dr. West's newest book, Holistic Wellness, Mind, Body, Spirit, on DrAnnetteWestMinistries.org and Amazon. Don't forget to follow Dr. West on social media. Mm-hmm.